welcome to episode 38 of Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. You know, a lot of podcasts that I listen to, they have like a little like tagline, like that explains what the podcast is. I don't have one of those. I feel like it's kind of, I think it's, it's kind of embedded in the title. Hopefully you know what it is by the title. If not, I, I don't, I don't know how to help you. Uh, we have now four confirmed listeners to this podcast. That is a new and exciting change of events. We had three, now we have four. I'll keep this up. I'm going to have like at least 10 at some point, which will be exciting. Um, thank you for listening. It, it is my pleasure to talk to you, all of you, all four of you and beyond. Um, so today I am going to be reading to you a blog called If My Pen Is Rockin', Don't Come A Knockin', which is a title that made me laugh, which is why I used it. Um, and, uh, I, I think it'll be pretty apparent what this thing is about. I don't feel like I, and there's much backstory that, that needs to be presented for this particular, uh, blog. And so let's just get right to it. I think given that situation, um, so, so here we go. If my pens are rocking, don't come a knocking. The bulk of my writing practice is dedicated to getting myself primed to write with the most focus I can manage. The practice is dedicated to finding a kind of flow. In an ideal session of writing, I will not stop the pen. I just go and go. I'm sure that I look busy when I'm writing. I'm 100% sure I don't look like I want to talk with anyone. And yet. And yet. Several times in the last few months, I have had white men, both young and old, attempt to talk with me while I was writing. One said, after watching my pen moving rapidly across the page for a while... Can I ask you a question? I did not stop moving my pen and said, not right now. But even though I kept writing, of course, it very much interrupted my flow. It took me a while to pick my thought back up. Another one, sitting next to me on a cafe bench at an adjacent table where I had been sitting and writing for 40 minutes, says almost right into my ear, are you journaling? And fury passed through me as I paused to turn and tell him no, and attempted to resume. Why on earth does anyone think a woman, busy on her own, clearly engaged with a task, wants to be interrupted? Never once has a woman interrupted me to ask an invasive question or start up a conversation, nor has any man of color. Everyone but white dudes seems to respect my personal space and engagement. The good news is that there is literally no activity that I am more protective of than writing. I guard my time to do it. I protect it with ferocity, 
So if some dude happens to intrude, I don't fall into my usual patterns of being nice or compliant. If you interrupt me, I will not be polite. This is also the gift of aging. I do not give any fucks about making men feel all right for being assholes. Not anymore. But it continues to astonish me that even in personal space, NYC, where we all more or less leave each other alone, dudes can take me being busy doing something as an invitation. I suppose it is the activity equivalent of wearing headphones. And Lord knows, despite sending a million signals that a woman doesn't want to be bothered, she gets bothered anyway. I'm thinking of that article about how to talk to girls with headphones on. And the answer is, of course, you shouldn't unless you want to talk with a really pissed off woman. Understanding that not all space is your space is a hard one for the white boys who are used to feeling welcome everywhere. But it is essential for not getting a pen through the eye one day when I'm really in flow and pissed off that you've disrupted it. To avoid a pen in the eye, no talking, dude. If you absolutely must talk to me, you can pass me a note. But I'd rather you didn't. There you have it. If my pen is rocking, don't come a knocking. I could just I feel like I could just say the name of the blog. It might be enough. Maybe I might need a I might need a, a song. Uh, I thought about it actually because I was trying to think about what what song I was going to put here at the end of the uh, the old blog, and I was like, man, it would be good if I had like a don't talk to me song but I, I like I could not think of a single one <laughs> um yeah I but so maybe it's time to to write one maybe that's the that's the thing is to write uh, uh if my pen is a rock and don't come a knocking song that's maybe that's my next task um instead of said song which will probably take a little while to compose if it ever happens um I I pulled out of the old mothballs a song, or actually a, a pair of songs that I used to, to play with the band. So I had a band, some of you know, that I used to have a band called Bright Red Boots. Um, and we used to do this kind of mashup uh, of these two songs, which mostly because like I loved them both and they had the same chord progression and I was like, oh, they belong together. Um, so we used to do this with a band, uh, and I'm sure that there are recordings of that somewhere. I just don't know how, how to find them or where they would be. Um, we had a lot of cassette recordings of our gigs, and uh, I'm not sure where those are. I, I might have some of those still, but I no longer have a cassette player. <laughs> um, so in order to access them, I'd have to kind of have a whole technology. First of all, I'd have to find them, and then I'd have to figure out how to get uh, my cassette onto a more digital form. Anyway, so I don't have a recording from the band, but so what I did is I just went ahead and recorded it uh, with just me and the gar and the guitar. Um, because I, I, I'd completely forgotten about it. I had to sort of remind myself, like, how does this go? What are these songs? How do they, what do they work? Um, but 
because there is a mention of a pen in one of them, and also uh, hassling. These two things come together to make sense next to this particular blog. Um, I for a moment entertained singing, uh, I wish that white men would stop hassling me, but I, I couldn't quite make myself do it. You can just hear that instead if you if you if you would choose if you prefer. Um, yeah. So what this is is a Lucinda Williams song, made. I think it's probably better known by Mary Chapin Carpenter did a recording of it. It's called Passionate Kisses, and then it's uh, mashed up with uh, Matchbox Twenty song Real World. So two great things that you wouldn't think go great together. Here for you, passionate kisses and real world. Sometimes in my world, called passionate real world. So here's a song. like 